Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you all for coming in and tuning in to the Men of Honor podcast. Thank you, Abaya, for allowing us to be here tonight to tune in. For those of you who are watching all over the globe, no matter the time, zone, day, night, evening, thank you. And I pray that you have a wonderful day. For those of you, I pray that you have a wonderful Shabbat. So today's topic is righteous men avoid wicked women. And it's not just any type of wicked woman. It's not just any type of wicked woman. It's not the traditional type where it's just, you know, the woman that constantly cheats, you know, doesn't hold accountability and things of that nature. We're not bashing women. We're not, we're not the he-man woman hating club. Now I'm saying we like to hold women accountable for their do's and don'ts the same way we hold men accountable for do's and don'ts. All right. We here also have women that we are in relationship with. We treat them very well, nice and respectable. We know who we picked before we picked them. All right. So uh, for the rest of you guys, you have been fucking around and finding out the hard way. Don't do that again. Anyway, the type of woman we are talking about are females who are basically witches disguised as women who are trying to appeal to men's nature to destroy them from the inside out. But before I go any further to help me introduce and explain the rest of this topic, this guy, he is six feet tall. He is 200 plus pounds. This man has a right hand from Afghanistan that will land like BAM! <laughs> Coming to the stage, to the microphone, to your eardrum. It's the R to the U to the D to the E. From Brooklyn, representing New York City. Let's get it. Exactly. New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, witches, fam, they exist. Um, They're not just the, the, the females that look old and wrinkly. And no, not all females are just predominantly white. I mean, there are brown-skinned your brown-skinned witches. If if in fact brown-skinned witches were the first witches, if you guys don't understand that, but like yes, our people had witches in our midst, and now this is a thing where. They want to come after men that is of righteousness because the men that is of wickedness is now boring to them. They don't they don't want to they they drained everything that they could possibly could drain out of them. They have put up a standard of how these men is trash and weak and things of that nature. So now it's like. Well, they want all men to feel that way. So what's the only group of men that's not that's not going down like that? 
There's men of righteousness. It's literal men of who have high standards that doesn't that's basically not of the world. And they're not liking it. They can't stand it. They they don't like the idea that there are men who's repulsing them and they have to find different ways to attack them. What do you think, Rude Boy? What I think is, let me bring out some scriptures about these witches. Exodus chapter 22, verse 18. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. That's self-explanatory. But it goes further. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27. A man also or woman that have a familiar spirit or that is a wizard shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. So what I have on this is. Yeah, there's a lot of wicked women who. Deal with a lot of the men they know they're not supposed to deal with. They into the whole ungodly type culture. And then when they get in their later years, usually, that's when they want to turn around, start messing with the good, righteous brothers or the brothers on the path to righteousness who's trying to get there. They want to turn their energy towards those type of brothers and try to ruin those brothers, too, or try to find some place to hide because they know what they was doing is very unrighteous. And a lot of these women are in industries that involve them to not only prostitute themselves, but also to do magic, use charms, play around with crystals and sage and all this stuff. And I'm sure a lot of these things obviously got good elements, but these people use it for evil. These women are reading witchcraft books. They play with Ouija boards. They don't know types of crazy stuff out here. And a lot of men don't understand the woman they're dealing with because a lot of men are scared to ask the proper questions because they worry about, oh, I can't get a Listen, if a woman leaves because you're asking certain questions, that's not what you should be dealing with. You're protecting yourself. You need to pay attention to these women's actions because these women are trying to bring you down. You cannot allow them to bring you down. And I even got some scriptures I'm going to bring out much later on that shows you different types of women to avoid because they are very wicked and they will bring you down. Like it says in Proverbs to, I'll say, put in nameless terms is that they brought down even kings. If these women could bring down kings, they definitely could bring, a, bring down any average man. Brothers, you really have to understand the type of woman you're dealing with. You have to look beyond just the beauty and look inside what her Ruach has. You really have to pay attention to what's going on because a lot of these women are doing a lot of dirt behind closed doors that you don't know. And then they'll come and bring that dirt to your front door. And then next thing you know, you're being judged for something she did. But since she's around you, you partaking in that judgment, bro. So back to you, Zakar. Word, word. So definitely, I guess I'll tell, yeah, I'll pretty much explain, I guess, my experience with with, with females of that nature, of that um, wicked witch nature. One thing I've noticed about them is their eyes. I remember the scripture saying that these certain women, they have like, what was it, donkey eyes, haunty eyes, or was it again? Um, haughty. 
Haunty eyes, yes. That's what I find very interesting is that they all have that eyes. It's like almond shape, but it's directed down towards the nose, like the bridge of the nose. The part where the beginning of the eyes meets the nose is pointing down. And then the overall face shape, everybody has a different face shape. So the overall face shape is like, you know, like a regular, like a regular person and things of that nature. But their eyes is literally all the same. Almond shape going towards the nose bridge area, like right above the nostril. It's just pointing in that direction. And depending on their shape and size it covers like it covers the eyes and things that nature based on you know face structure but it's those eyes something about those eyes lets you know that there is there is evil within those um haunty shaped eyes so one of the things that they do is they don't hide it it depends on who you are if you are a person that's into a spiritual woman, like, you know, the Hebrew culture is spiritual, but people take spiritual to different levels of wickedness. If you are a person that is a spiritual person and you're interested in another spiritual person, a spiritual man interested into a spiritual woman, there will be a witch that is into that shit. And she will have photos, videos, and proof that, you know, this is... This is the stuff that she's into. So just based off of that, she's looking to deceive you to see where your knowledge of spirituality is at. Because when most people think spiritual, they do think those acts, sages, you know, incense, you know, the chime bells, you know, the little um, the wooden sticks that goes around like the urns and things of that nature. Those are the type of females that's coming after you. And they want you to believe that that is that type of spiritual bonding technique that you're interested in. And a lot of them are very submissive. That's the thing about it. They have evil intent, but their representative is submissive. Their representative is whatever you like. That is how they get you. Whatever you like, I like. Whatever you want to do, I want to do. The ideal is to reach down to the guy's likeness and appeal and just go towards it. And then just give him everything that he asks for with little to no problem. And the ideal is to present enough physical attraction and action to where you don't have to think about spiritual righteousness to where you don't have to think about scriptures because if she's already doing most of the physical attributes of a righteous woman then it's like you don't need to bring up the scriptures to verify she's already doing it she's kind she's soft she's feminine she wants everything that you want she want to build she want to network she literally wants to do everything that you want to do so generally you do not have to bring in scriptures. Even if you do, they will at best try to play it off 
or trying to use suspicious scriptures to their advantage to where that you don't to where that you no longer have to go put go close attention to so their goal is to throw you off don't let it throw you off you have to pay attention to the signs of these things their eyes will let you know their eyes is very hypnomatic it is and it's not even a regular type of hypnotic it's literally a spell that's in their eyes and then when you look at her and she looks at you the spell is already being cast to the point to where now you're thinking about the woman you have no idea who she is where she come from but now you just can't get her off your mind so you know you got to go to this social media site that social media site to she to see if she's actually legit or is it just like you know a bot or anything of that nature but now that you see that she's legit you now want to go in further you you got to stop yourself because that's enticement that's enticement um there are plenty of witches like back in new york oh my fucking goodness there were plenty of witches who literally tried to be involved in my life one way or another even though I've talked about Yah, I've posted scriptures, I exposed celebrities for being a part of that wicked world and things of that nature. They've, they've seen what I've done, but yet they still took it upon themselves to try anyway. Even if you're posting truth, they will try anyway to talk to you. Because you got to understand, there are some men, there are some men in this walk who only post it and don't walk it. That is a major difference. They post it, but don't walk it. They don't apply it. They don't do it. So it's not a part of their natural conversation. So when a, when a woman like that comes into play, she's also banking on that you don't bring it up in conversation. Maybe that's just a look. Maybe that's just a gimmick that you have for yourself whenever people are talking to you. Cause there's a lot of shady people in this world. A lot of people have representatives. That's not truly who they are. Some, a lot of people in this walk uses your name in vain and things of that nature. But when it's time to like really walk the walk, they can't do it. So those are what those type of witches are banking on that you are just talking. Because there's been several times where witches literally came at me to be in relations with me. Whether it's like a regular relationship, sexual relationship, friendship. They do these things knowing you are in the truth. But banking that you're not a part of it, that you're not about it. And even if you tell them no, or even if you just mention anything about the Bible. You can mention, because I've done it before. I had said I give thanks to Yah. Thank you. Now, whenever they um thank me about whenever they give a compliment to me about something I do, the biggest test I throw out there is that I give glory to Yah. Because most of them would say, give thanks to the most high, give thanks to the creator. That's that can mean anything. I even mentioned righteousness. Like a person of righteousness, please come on down. I need assistance and things of that nature. And it's still people that is that is wicked. Like righteousness, people think that righteousness means spirituality. 
the righteous basically means doing whatever Yah tells you to do. That is a righteous person doing whatever Yah tells you to do. So it's like they come towards you with the same mind intent, hoping that you're just talking and not actually doing, even though you stated before to that person, you're about this life. They're not going to stop until it's like really noted. So then I mention again about what I do and then the person stopped. That's how these that's how these things work. Just because you told one witch to stop doesn't mean she's going to stop and doesn't mean she's going to be the only witch to like to come up to you. There's going to be more. And there's going to be more with stronger tactics. There's going to be more with stronger spells. The more you say no, the more they come. Because it's a challenge. These witches are in a system. They meditate. They talk to the dead. They talk to each other in spiritual form. They want men that is of Yah. Not to home it. Not to make them king but to literally tear them down to take use of what they do jezebel did it that was one of the most wicked women in history and she had to use an israelite king to do it but what was the what was the weird thing about it jezebel was still submissive yeah jezebel was still submissive to that israelite king i forgot his name um ahab yeah, Jezebel, and that that's the um, crazy thing about it is that, and that's something we're going to talk about at another time, but just to add some points to it, a lot of sisters like drawing out and press like throwing out, oh, you're a Jezebel, you're a this, you're that, y'all, you know, y'all saying that to women. A lot of these women don't even equal up to where Jezebel was at. Jezebel, as evil as this woman was, and I'm not going to justify none of her behavior. But this woman was submissive to her husband and did whatever she needed to do to please her husband. That's the crazy part about it. She, he wanted a field from an Israelite and she went out and got that field for her husband. He was selling down, she cheered this man up. The only problem is she was a wicked. If she would have just had righteous conduct and did things the righteous way, she would have been probably the perfect wife. But guess what? She just was a wicked woman. Exactly. So, you people gotta realize, women like that will cater, cause their job is to get you to want them. You have to want it in order for these type of spells to work. Your God have to be down in order for these type of spells to work. No witch is gonna want a man who don't want it. That's that's just key. It's the same thing with Satan. Satan can't harm someone. Who's either protected or that's saying no to him. He's a law and line seeking who he may devour. He can't devour everyone. Satan don't have that kind of power unless you give it to him. So, yes, these witches out here, they want you to tear you away from Yah. They will be the most beautiful thing on the planet. To get me, you to drop from y'all. 
And the matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned your experience now. Let me tell people about my experience. And I don't think I told anybody about this. Maybe one person. So I ain't going to say this person's name. Obviously, they probably not hear this. They, but they all know who they are. Um, so this is this older woman, right, that I was trying to get with. Um, obviously, didn't go far. But she was very attractive, nice, whatever. All all the things a man would want uh, physically, right? And, you know, she had a pleasant behavior, you know. She was mature. At least that's the perception she gave off towards me. And, you know, obviously I'm younger than her. So, you know, she was talking to me, this and that. Everything seemed like it was going right at first. And then I remember mentioning, hey, you want to see a trick I could do? And I'm like, trick? What do you mean by trick? And she said, yeah, I could move stuff with my mind. I'm like, you move stuff with your mind. Like, okay. So obviously I was interested in seeing this because I thought it was just something, you know. Did would I tell you that this woman not only put a paper down, the paper just started rotating as she was looking at it. It just was spinning. And I'm like, yo, she ain't touched nothing else. She ain't turned on no fan. It was no string. It was nothing. She put the paper down. Just looked at it, started spinning. And obviously, me, I was like, mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But obviously, I was young minded. So I was thinking more, you know, the traction, yeah, you know. But me seeing that, and then after a while, you know, I kept talking to her after, you know, a couple of days after. She, I guess, she ain't like a certain thing I say, a whole demeanor change. Like, she just became this very, Val person didn't want to talk no more. She started being more disrespectful. I'm like, where is this coming from? You know what I mean? And then that's why I started to realize, like, there's a lot of women out here pretending because, you know, they want men, of course. You know, obviously, there's a lot of women who pretend they don't want men, but they lie to themselves. They want men, but they're trying to pretend long enough to, you know, capture you, if I must say. And, you know, have you trapped some way, somehow, especially with older women, they not emotionally manipulate like a mother. So men, brothers, younger brothers, especially prepare for that. They're not emotionally manipulate like it's no tomorrow. But good thing the most high was looking out for me. And this person was in the Israelite walk. And the next thing you know, this woman went into some comedic science stuff that let me know. Yeah, that woman was a witch. In terms of not like full blown witch or whatever, but in terms of the little stuff I've seen her do, and then you go on comedic signs, we know it's full of witches over there. So, like I said, it's, it's like the wolves in sheep clothing, but pretty much it's wicked women pretending to be righteous women, and then you could either say, like you was mentioning about speaking about giving praise to the Most High, you could say the right thing, but the right thing will be the wrong thing to them, and it'll set them off. You know what I mean? And that's uh-huh. why I started... They know how to cloak themselves, man. They they regular old Hermione um, Granger's out here from Harry Potter. I'm telling you, dudes got to be on the lookout for that. Oh yeah, they they because it's it's those words of like it's those words of righteousness. If they will say the Most High, they will say a whole lot of stuff. They'll even say God because God is not what all oh, most people think it is. They'll even say Jesus because Jesus is not what most people think it is. It's really your demeanor 
and your love and your faith that will really bring out, okay, I can't fuck with this guy because he's smart. I gotta go. Let me let me find a reason to, to peel off. Let me let me do something outlandish so that way he'll be like, oh no, and, and shit like that. Words are powerful. Witches use words to do their spell. So if you are speaking with the word of truth, you're saying y'all's name, you're talking about scriptures, you talking about people that do righteous works and things of that nature, a witch can't stand that. That's too much. That is too much positivity. That is too much righteousness. She got to go. She got to get the hell out of here. So that's also one thing that you can do. Keep mentioning righteous righteousness things around certain people like that. And their tune will change. Yeah, their and tune I want to definitely change. Definitely. And to really drive the point home, I want to share some scriptures with the, the brothers who are going to be listening to this for them to fully grasp it. Obviously, some scriptures you guys may came across, but I think you need a constant reminder because you might be looking at a sister that you may want or the case may be and you know, you're only looking at her for her beauty, which is understandable, we are men, but I want you to keep these things in mind of not only questions to maybe ask her, but look out for warning signs and red flags, always. And when you see the red flags, run. Now, I'm going to start off the scriptures with Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1 through 8. It reads, my son, be attentive to my wisdom, incline your ear to my understanding, that you may keep discretion, and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil, but in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Shaul or the grave. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, O oh sons, listen to me, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house. Now, the next scripture, Proverbs chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. And mind you, brothers, before I even continue, a lot of these scriptures is coming out of a wisdom book. That should tell you something. And now, O sons, listen to me and be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the way to Shaul, going down to the chambers of death. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 15 to 16. A continual dripping on a rainy day, and a contentious wife are alike. Trying to keep her in check is like stopping a windstorm or grabbing oil with your right hand. Pretty much is impossible. Don't have a wife like that. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 24. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. Your wife keeps starting problems. You know you got a wicked, bad wife, brothers. I'm telling you that right now. If your woman always arguing with you, she always starting problems. You better, you better be wary. 
Proverbs chapter 2, verse 16. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive word. Brothers, these chicks know how to speak. Pay attention. Don't let them get you with the words. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23 to 29. For their command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way to life. It will keep you from the immoral woman, from the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. Don't lust for her beauty. Don't let her coy glances seduce you. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty. But sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. Can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with the man who sleeps with another man's wife. He, will, he who embraces her will now go unpunished. Brothers, leave these other man's wives alone. And a lot of times, y'all got to ask these questions to the woman. Are you married? So at the very least, at least in the most high eye, you don't know. So if you don't know, you may not, you could probably escape judgment. But you got to ask, can't just go off of, you know, a woman's words. So now she lies to you, you could kind of escape it. But if you know full well or you don't ask, you'll be liable to that judgment. Ask questions. Don't be scared of how these women going to react to you. If they don't want to deal with you, so be it. It's too many women out here. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9 to 12. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I, how could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against Elohim. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her. And he kept her out of the way as much as possible. One day, however, no one else was around when he went in to do his work. She came and grabbed him by his cloak, demanding, come on and sleep with me. Joseph tore away, tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. Brothers, it's getting real out here. You got woman who would do you dirty like this woman did Joseph because you just don't want to sleep with her or you might not be paying her no attention. That's how wicked a lot of them are. You got to be careful who you allow in your space, brothers. First Timothy chapter 5, 13. And if they are on the list, they will learn to be lazy and will spend their time gossiping from house to house, meddling in other people's business and talking about things they shouldn't. If your woman's a gospel gossip person or if you're interested in a woman, you see she gossiping, brothers, leave her alone. She's going to cause you nothing but misery and trouble. First Kings chapter 21, 25. No one else has completely sold himself to what is evil in Yahuwah's sight, as Ahab did under the influence of his wife Jezebel. Yes, brothers, you might have a lot of love for your wife, but do not let her influence you to do wickedness. Like, like Jezebel did to her, son, um, to her husband Ahab. Do not be weak. Stand ten toes down for righteousness. If if your woman wants to leave, so what? Let her leave. Show her the door and the way out. But you stand 10 toes down following the most high all costs. Mark chapter 10, verse 12. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Sisters, you can't divorce your husband. I don't care. Y'all feel emotional, whatever. You can stay separate. Sure. You feel away, stay separate. But you can't just divorce your husband 
especially over nonsense. And we're going to go into adultery and what adultery is and all these other things in a future thing, but that's not the topic of today. Romans chapter 7, verse 3. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law. And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. If your husband's alive, you think you divorced him, but he's still your husband. You're living with another man, you commit adultery against your husband. So prepare for judgment. Sirach, chapter 25, verse 13 to 20, or Ecclesiasticus, chapter 25, verse 13 to 20. No one, no wound is as serious as wounded love. No troubles are as serious as the troubles that women cause. No sufferings are worse than the sufferings caused by people who hate you. No revenge is worse than revenge taken by enemy. No poison is deadlier than the poison of a snake. And no anger is deadlier than the anger of a woman. Ever heard of the term? Hell has no fury like a woman scorned. If your woman get angry and the way she handles her anger is in the most wicked way possible, brothers, get away when you while you can. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I would rather live in the same house with a lion or a dragon than with a bad wife. You don't have to stick there, brothers. You might still be married to this woman, whatever, but you don't have to stay there in that house. When a wife is in a bad mood, her expression changes until she looks like an angry bear. Take heed, brothers. Her husband has to go and eat with the neighbors where he can't hold back his bitter sides. Compared with the troubles caused by a woman, any other trouble looks small. May such woman suffer the fate of sinners. A quiet man living with a nagging wife. Again, I'm going to repeat that. A nagging wife is like an old man climbing up a sandy hill. Brothers, you know you got a bad wife if she nagging all the time. You're going to have to put in check, brothers. Don't sit there and deal with that and have somebody disturb your peace. And if you can't get the peace after you correct, leave. Sirach, chapter 25, verse 23. A bad wife will make her husband gloomy and depressed and break his heart. Show me a timid man who can never make up his mind, and I will show you a wife who doesn't make her husband happy. If your wife don't make you happy, she's a bad wife, brothers. Don't sit up here and try to appease their feelings. There's a lot of y'all dealing with wicked women. Y'all sitting there being depressed because she's not doing her part. She's She was made for you, brothers. She The whole existence of her was to help you. If she's not helping you, she's useless. And she's wicked because she's not even doing what she's created for. So Rock chapter 9, verse 2 to 9. And before I even go on further, like Zakar said, there's no hate towards the, the woman who's righteous or anything. There's no hate towards women in general. It's not the he-man, woman-haters club, but the truth is the truth. And I'm speaking with passionate thing because I don't want my brothers falling for these wicked women. So Rock chapter 9, verse 2 and 9. Do not surrender your dignity to a woman. Brothers, your dignity your manhood is number one. Never surrender your dignity to a woman. I don't care if she's your wife, your daughter, your mother, your dignity. That's all you have left. They could take away money. They could take away 
your house, your material possessions, your children. Don't let them take away your dignity. Under any circumstances, keep that. Keep away from other men's wives or they will trap you. Don't keep company with female musicians. They will trick you. Don't look intently at a virgin or you might find yourself forced to pay a bribe price. Don't give yourself to prostitutes or you may lose everything you own. This is the second scripture telling you leave prostitutes alone. So don't go looking about in the streets or wander around in the rundown parts of town. Definitely don't be looking for a wife over there in the rundown parts of town, brothers. That should be a clear sign. When you see a good looking woman, look the other way. Don't let your mind dwell on the beauty of any woman who's not your wife. Many men have been led astray by a woman's beauty. It kindles passion as it were fire. Don't sit down and eat with another man's wife or join her for a drink. You may give in to temptation of her charms and be destroyed by your passion. Brothers, don't even be around another man's wife. Because if you do, the temptation will come in here. Next thing you know, you're going down to the grave with her. Sirach chapter 26, verse 6 through 12. But a woman jealous of another woman causes heartache and grief. Her tongue lashes out at everyone. A bad wife is like a yoke that doesn't fit. Trying to control her is like holding a scorpion. That means she's deadly. If you can't control your woman, bro, you got a bad woman. I'm telling you that right now. Don't listen to this bull crap. You insecure. You that that shame and language. Brothers, I'm telling you right now, shame and language is emotion manipulation. Don't listen to none of that bull crap. If your woman can't have no control, you can't have no control over her. She's a bad wife and a wicked woman. I'm telling you, get away. A drunken woman is an infuriating sight. She can't conceal her shameless behavior. You can tell an unfaithful wife by the bold and flirty look in her eyes. Brother, your wife looking at men here and there. She's talking about other men all the time. Be wary. And fidelity is about, she's about to probably commit adultery against you. Pay attention to signs. Don't be stupid thinking your woman, oh, she's this. Listen, I don't care, bro. Woman's a woman, bro. Pay attention to the signs. If you see the signs, fix it immediately and see what's going on. Pay attention. Verse 10. If your daughter is determined to have her own way, keep a close watch on her. If you don't, she'll take advantage of any chance she gets. If she is too self-willed, be on guard and don't be surprised if she disappoints you. She'll spread her legs anywhere for any man who wants her, just as a thirsty traveler will drink whatever water is available. Brothers, for you who have daughters, and obviously you're dealing with another man's daughter. A lot of these women out here giving it up to every and everybody. Stay away from them, brothers, because they giving up to every and everybody. When they with you, they're going to be doing the same thing. It's never going to stop. Last scripture, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 26 to 28. Pay close attention, son, and let my life be your example. Prostitutes and immoral women are a deadly trap. They wait for you like robbers and cause many men to be unfaithful. So with that, and unfaithful obviously is talking about being wicked. So with that, brothers, my closing statement is this. Whether it be witches, whether it be prostitutes, whether it be a horrible wife, whether it be women out here giving it up to every and anybody, whether it be women who, who have no self-control, unmindful, whatever the case may be, keep yourself far from these women. 
Don't pay attention to nothing a woman says. Always pay attention to her actions. I don't care what she said. It just showed you in the scriptures above that words be smooth like butter. Don't pay attention to nothing a woman says. Always pay attention to her actions. If her actions don't line up with anything she says, she's a liar. And you need to get away from her or check her and hold her accountable for it. Don't argue. Don't debate. You discuss with her. And if she don't want to do what you need to do, separate from her. That's all. That's all you got to do. Or if she do idol worship, which is fornication, and she don't want to follow Mosai, yes, you can divorce her because that's fornication. There's a lot of things that's fornication, brother. She commit adultery against you, leave. You don't accept no woman who commit adultery against you, leave. And last thing I say is, brothers, just be wary. Pay attention, ask questions. If they get mad because you ask them questions, too bad. Let her walk away then. But protect yourself at all times. And I rest my case. Boom. Well, you heard here, folks. Be mindful and be very wary of these females that are out here. Um, not to say that all females are evil, but you have to understand that all that, that females, there's a lot of females that do have evil intentions and things of that nature. And it's easier for them to fall down a wicked path than it is for a man because they are emotionally driven. You know, men are more stoic, so they have a little bit more headroom to think about actions before it's done. And just be mindful. Pay attention to the actions. Pay attention to their words. If it doesn't line up, then don't waste time playing games. Just get the hell out of there. Get out of there. A woman is just as strong as a man will allow her to be, you know. The moment you say yes to a lot of specific things, she got you. You know, especially if she's a witch, she's she's definitely it's 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 in it's end game at that point. It's not hard. It's not hard to bring a man down. So you have to be strong in your you have to be strong in this walk. You have to be strong in yeah. You can't let that, those type of actions tear you down from something that you built. And it's you, you just got to pay attention because it's going to be a lot harder to discover these type of women now. And guess what? Yah is going to allow this to be. He's going to allow these type of wicked women to come into your life to test you. I mean, shit. It, it, Joel was tested. When he allowed Satan to come into his life and just do all types of damage to him, you're no different. You are no different. Y'all will probably allow them to even speak scriptures to really push the envelope. Because this is this is the end time. Y'all is looking for people who's going to be with them until death. So whatever idea that comes to mind that may be a test to test your faith out, just assume that it can be true. Because Yah will test you in a way that you didn't even think he was going to test you at. Because like, well, scripture says this and that, but you know, Yah's the author. He can write another scripture. He can write anything. He can write more scriptures that you ain't even heard of to test you. Why? Because it's his book. It's his words. At any given day, 
I'm not saying that he will, but at any given day, Yah can rewrite the entire law, statutes, and commandments. It's his. He has the reason to change it. So don't think for a second just because the Torah is stated as it is. Yes, we're supposed to follow it to the letter, to the best of our abilities. But don't think that he won't tell you to do something that's awkwardly, that's, that's a bit different. Because even the angels above in heavens have laws that doesn't regulate with the scriptures. You no, know, Paul mentioned it that they was doing things that, you know, that he had a hard time speaking of that wasn't even Torah related. So don't think Yah won't challenge you in ways that may, in ways that will, you know, have you thinking differently. Yah will push that limit, and you you have to, you have to endure. You can't. Step away from it, because y'all got to test everybody. This this is a final call. Do you really want to walk this walk? Then you're going to have to endure these tests. You're going to have to endure these challenges. And it's going to hurt. It's supposed to hurt. It really is supposed to hurt. But you have to endure it until the end. Long suffering until the end. Just because you are serving y'all doesn't mean you're going to get out of it scar-free. But it also doesn't mean you're going to be at the bottom of the barrel. It just means that it's going to be a painful walk. But it's worth the pain. And with that, I have some closing scriptures. Let no one, sorry, Deuteronomy 18, 10 to 14. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire who practiced divination or sorcery and terps omens engage in witchcraft or cast spells or who is a medium a spiritist or who consults the dead anyone who does these things is decibel to the elohim because of the same decibel practice the Elohim, your Yah, will drive out those, those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Elohim, your Yah. The nations you will dispose, listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Elohim, your Yah, has not permitted you to do so. All right, we are done here. Tell them what we are, rude boy. We are the men of honor. We come here to represent for the brothers, push you to be the greatest man you can be. And I only got one question for you brothers out there. Are you rude enough? <laughs>